0: intellectual property copyright patent and trademark copyright literary and artistic works which are original intellectual creations in the literary and artistic domains protected from the moment of their creation Patent is any technical solution of a problem in any field of human activity which is new, involves an invented step, and is industrially applicable. While trademark is any visible sign capable of distinguishing the goods or services of an enterprise and shall include a stamp or marked container of goods. Copyright, generally up to 50 years after the death of the author, while patent is 20 years from filing or priority date. And trademark is uh, 10 years as to exclusive right to import. Copyright has no national or no national exhaustion. While patent, yes, international exhaustion. Trademark, no, national exhaustion. Patents. There are five basic patent principles. Territoriality, first to file, disclosure, conditional, and limited rights. Territoriality. Patents are only valid in the country or region in which they have been granted. First to file. Applicant who files first gets the patent. Disclosure: Applicant shall disclose the invention in a manner sufficiently clear and complete. Conditional. Patents are granted only upon compliance with the criteria of patentability and limited rights. Elements of patentability, novelty, invented step, and industrial applicability. Novelty, it must not form part of a prior art. Invented step, if having regard to prior art, it is not abused to a person skilled in that art at the time of the filing date or priority date of the application claiming the invention. Someone who is aware or presumed to have knowledge in this specific industry where the invention is engaged in, not necessarily an expert. And industrial applicability can be produced and used in any industry. Prior art, everything which has been available to the public anywhere in the world before the filing date of or the priority date of the application claiming the invention and the whole contents of an application for a patent utility model or industrial design registration published in accordance with this act filed or effective in the Philippines with a filing or priority date that is earlier than the filing or priority date of the application. Non-prejudicial disclosure The disclosure of information contained in the application during the 12 months preceding the filing date or the priority date of the application shall not prejudice the applicant on the ground of lack of novelty if such disclosure was made by A. The inventor also means any person who at the filing date of application had the right to the patent and b. a patent office and the information was contained in another application filed by the inventor and should not have been disclosed by the office or in application filed without the knowledge or consent of the inventor by a third party which obtained the information directly or indirectly from the inventor or c. a third party which obtained the information directly or indirectly from the inventor. Filing date the filing date of a patent application shall be the date of receipt by the office of at least the following elements an express or implicit indication that the philippines patent is hot information identifying the applicant and description of the invention and one or more claims in filipino or english and any of these elements is not submitted within the period set by the regulations the application shall be considered withdrawn patentable invention Patent refers to the right granted by statute in favor of the inventor of a product or process, referring to any technical solution of a problem in any field of human activity which is new, involves an invented step, and is industrially applicable. A patentable invention may be or may relate to a product or process or an improvement of any of the following. The patent law has a triple purpose. First, it seeks to foster and reward invention. Second, it promotes disclosures of inventions to stimulate further innovation and to permit the public to practice the invention once the patent expires. Third, the stringent requirements for patent protection seek to ensure that ideas in public domain remain therefore uh, the free use of the public. Non-Patentable Invention The following shall be excluded from patent protection. 1 discoveries, scientific theories, and mathematical methods, and in the case of drugs and medicines, new form or new property of a known substance which does not result in the enhancement of the known efficacy of that substance, or the mere discovery of any new property or new use for a known substance, or the mere use of a known process unless such known process results in a new product that employs at least one new reactant. Second, schemes, rules, and methods of performing mental acts, playing games, or doing business, and uh, programs for computers. Third, methods for treatment of the human or animal body by surgery or therapy, and diagnostic methods practiced on the human or animal body. This provision shall not apply to products and compositions for use in any of these methods. Fourth, Plant varieties or animal breeds or essentially biological process for the production of plants or animals. This provision shall not apply to microorganisms and non-biological and microbiological process. Five, aesthetic creations, and six, anything which is contrary to public order or morality. Ownership of a patent. We will discuss the right to a patent, first to file rule, and right of priority. A. Right to a patent. The right to a patent belongs to the inventor, is heirs, or assigns. When two or more persons have jointly made an invention, the right to a patent shall belong to them jointly. If two or more persons have made the invention separately and independently of each other, the right to the patent shall belong to the person who filed an application for such invention and where two or more applications are filed for the same invention to the applicant who has the earliest filing date or the earliest priority date. B. First to File Rule if two or more persons have made the invention separately and independently of each other, the right to the patent shall belong to the person who filed an application for such invention or where two or more applications are filed for the same invention to the applicant who has the earliest filing or filing date or the earliest priority date. Invention created pursuant to a commission. The person who uh, commissions the work shall own the patent unless otherwise provided in the contract. In case the employee made the invention in the course of his employment contract, the patent shall belong to A. The employee if the inventive activity is not part of his regular duties, even if the employee uses the time, facilities, and material of the employer. B. The employer if the invention is the result of the performance of his regularly assigned duties unless there is an agreement expressed or implied to the contrary. D. Right of Priority An application for patent filed by any person who has previously applied for the same invention in another country, which by treaty, convention, or law affords similar privileges to Filipino citizens, shall be considered as filed as of the date of filing the parent application. Provided that the local application expressly claims priority, it is filed within 12 months from the date the earliest foreign application was filed and a certified copy of the foreign application together with an English translation is filed within 6 months from the date of filing in the Philippines. In a case, Supreme Court stated, "A patent is granted to provide rights and protection to the inventor after an invention is disclosed to the public. It also seeks to restrain and prevent unauthorized person from unjustly profiting from a protected invention. However, ideas not covered by a patent are free for the public to use and exploit. Thus, there are procedural rules on the application and grant of patents established to protect against any infringement. To balance the public interest involved, failure to comply with strict procedural rules will result in the failure to obtain." In Patent Grounds for Cancellation of a Patent Any interested person may, upon payment of the required fee, petition to cancel the patent or any claim thereof or parts of a claim on any of the following grounds a. That what is claimed as the invention is not new or patentable b. That the patent does not disclose the invention in a manner sufficiently clear and complete for it to be carried out by any person skilled in the art or that the patent is contrary to public order or morality where the grounds for cancellation relate to some of the claims or parts of the claim, cancellation will be effected but to such extent only. Patent Imprincement tests in patent infringements. The tests have been established to determine infringement. These are A. Literal infringement and B. The Doctrine of Equivalence. In literal... Liberal or literal infringement: the court must juxtapose the claims of the patent and the accused product with the overall context of the claims and specifications to determine whether there is exact identity of all material elements. The parts or components thereof are virtually the same, in operation, and also operates in similar manner, while in doctrine of equivalence tests. According to this doctrine, an infringement also occurs when a device appropriates a prior invention by incorporating its innovative concept and albeit with some modification and change performs substantially the same function in substantially the same way to achieve substantially the same result. Trademarks Mark is any visible sign capable of distinguishing the goals or trademark or services, service mark of an enterprise and shall include a stamp or mark container of goods. Collective mark is any visible sign designated as such in the application for registration and capable of distinguishing the origin or any other common characteristics, including the quality of goods or services of different enterprises which use the sign under the control of the registered owner of the collective mark. Trademark is any distinctive word, name, symbol, emblem, sign, or device, or any combination thereof, adapted and used by a manufacturer or merchant on his goods to identify and distinguish them from those manufactured, sold, or dealt by others. While trade name means the name or designation identifying or distinguishing an enterprise. In Philippine jurisprudence, the functions of trademark is To point out distinctly the origin or ownership of the goods to which it is affixed to secure to him who has been instrumental in bringing into the market a superior article of merchandise, the fruit of his industry and skill, to assure the public that they are procuring the genuine article to prevent fraud and imposition, and to protect the manufacturer against substitution and sale of an inferior and different article as his product. Trademarks perform three distinct functions. They indicate origin or ownership of the recurs to which they are attached. They guarantee that those articles come up to a certain standard of quality and they advertise the articles they symbolize. In trademark, there are three terms, the generic terms, descriptive, and suggestive terms. Generic terms are commonly used as the name or description of a kind of goods. What is prohibited is not having a generic mark, but having such generic mark being identifiable to the good or service. Descriptive terms convey the characteristics, functions, qualities, or ingredients of a product to one who has never seen or does not know it exists. While suggestive terms are those which require imagination, thought, and perception to reach a conclusion as to the nature of the goods and are eligible for protection in the abs- obscene or absence of secondary meaning. A geographically descriptive term is any noun or adjective that designates geographical location and would tend to be regarded by buyers as descriptive of the geographical location of origin of the goods or services. They are not registrable as they are in the public domain. It is not enough that... Uh, though that a geographically descriptive mark partakes of the name of place known generally to the public to be denied registration as it is also necessary to show that the public would make goods or placement of Association: A generic or descriptive mark may later acquire the characteristic of distinctiveness and can later be registered if it acquires a meaning which is different from its original connotation. Secondary meaning is established when a descriptive mark no longer causes the public to associate the goods with a particular place but to associate the goods with a particular source. What are the requirements to conclude that a geographically descriptive mark has acquired secondary meaning? The secondary meaning must have arisen as a result of substantial commercial use as, uh, uh, of a mark in the Philippines. Such use must result in the distinctiveness of the mark insofar as the goods or the products are concerned and proof of substantially exclusive and continuous commercial use in the Philippines for five years before the date on which the claim of distinctiveness is made. For a mark to be denied registration, it must both be geographically descriptive or and that the public would make a goods or place association believing that the goods originate in that place. The ownership of a trademark is acquired by its registration and its actual use by the manufacturer or distributor of the goods made available to the purchasing public. A certificate of registration of a mark once issued constitute prima facie evidence of the validity of the registration, the registrant's ownership of the mark, and the registrant's exclusive right to use the same in connection with the goods or services and those that are related thereto specified in the certificate. RA 8293, however, requires the applicant for registration or the registrant to file a declaration of actual use of the mark with evidence to the effect within three years from the filing of the applicant or application for the registration. Otherwise, the application shall be refused or the mark shall be removed from the register. Thus, the prima passi presumption may be challenged and overcome by proof of the nullity of the registration or non-use of the mark except when excused or prior use by another person. Acquisition of Ownership of Mark The rights in a mark shall be acquired through registration. In the case of Sonica Pharmaceutical v. Natapram, registration under the IP code ownership of a mark is acquired through registration. However, it must be emphasized that registration of a trademark by itself is not a mode of acquiring ownership. If the applicant is not the owner of the trademark, he has no right to apply for its registration. Registration merely creates a prima facie presumption of the validity of the registration. Clearly, it is not the application or registration of a trademark that vests ownership thereof, but it is the ownership of a trademark that confers the right to register the same. In a case, Ipsy Philippines versus Bario Fista Manufacturing, in determining likelihood of confusion between marks used on non-identical goods or services, several factors may be taken into account such as but not limited to the strength of plaintiff's mark, the degree of similarity between the plaintiff's and the defendant's mark, the proximity of the products or services, the likelihood that the plaintiff will bridge the gap evidence of actual confusion, the defendant's good faith in adopting the mark, the quality of defendant's product or service, and or the sophistic- sophistication of the buyers well-known marks In determining whether a mark is well known, the following criteria or any combination thereof may be taken into account. The duration, extent, and geographical area of any use of the mark in particular, the duration, extent, and geographical area of any promotion of the mark, including advertising or publicity and the presentation at fairs or exhibitions of the goods and or services to which the marks apply, the market share, the Philippines, and any other countries of the goods and or services to which the mark applies, the degree of the inherent or acquired distinction of the marks, the quality, image, or reputation acquired by the mark, the extent to which the mark has been registered in the world. The exclusivity of registration attained by the mark in the world, the extent to which the mark has been used in the world, the exclusivity of use attained by the mark in the world, the commercial value attributed to the mark in the world, the record of successful protection of the rights in the mark, the outcome of litigations dealing with the issue of whether the mark is well known mark, and the presence or absence of identical or similar marks validly registered for use on identical or similar goods or services and owned by persons other than the persons claiming that his mark is well known mark. Rights conferred by registration. The owner of a registered mark shall have the exclusive right to prevent all third parties not having the owner's consent from using in the course of trade Uh, identical or similar signs or containers for goods or services which are identical or similar to those in respect of which the term mark is registered where such use would result in a likelihood of confusion. In case the use of an identical sign for identical goods or services a likelihood of confusion shall be presumed. The exclusive right of the owner of the well-known mark which is registered in the Philippines shall extend to goods and services which are not uh, similar to those in respect of which the mark is registered provided that use of that mark in relation to those goods or services would indicate a connection between those goods or services and the owner of the registered mark provided further that the interest of the owner of the registered mark are likely to be damaged by such use. Trademark infringement. The elements of trademark imprints under the IP code are the following. Registration, colorable imitation, use, confusion cause. And no consent. In registration, the trademark being infringed is registered in the IPO. Registration is not required to protect the goodwill that identifies in the mind of the public that the goods he manufactures or deals in. Registration is not necessary for purposes of filing a case for unfair competition or false designation of origin. Second, Colorable imi- limiti- imitation. The trademark or trade name is reproduced, counterfeited, copied, or colorably imitated by the infringer. Colorable imitation denotes such a close or ingenious imitation as to be calculated to deceive ordinary persons or such a resemblance to the original as to deceive an ordinary purchaser giving such attention as purchaser usually gives as to cause him or her to purchase the one supposing it to be the other. As to use, the infringing mark or trade name is used in connection with the sale, offering for sale, or advertising of any goods, business, or services, or the infringing mark or trade name is applied to labels, signs, prints, packages, wrappers, receptacles, or advertisements intended to be used upon or in connection with such goods, business, or services. Fourth, Confusion Cost. The use or application of the imprinting mark or trade name is likely to cause confusion or mistake or to deceive purchases or other as to goods or services themselves or as to the source or origin of such goods or services or the entity of such business. And Fifth, No Consent. It is without the consent of the trademark or trade name owner or the assignee director. A Certificate of Registration of Mark once issued constitute prima facie evidence of the validity of the registration, the registrant's ownership of the mark, and the registrant's exclusive right to use the same in connection with the goods or services and those that are related thereto specified in the Certificate. Unfair Competition Jurisprudence said that unfair competition has been defined as the passing off or palming off or attempting to pass off upon the public of the goods or business of one person as the goods or business of another with the end and probable effect of deceiving the public. Passing off or palming off takes place when the defendant by imitative device on the general appearance of the goods misleads prospective purchasers into buying his merchandise under the impression that they are buying that uh, obese competitors. The true test therefore of unfair competition has thus been whether the acts of the defendant have the intent of deceiving or are calculated to deceive the ordinary buyer making his purchases under the ordinary condition of the particular trade to which the controversy relates. San Miguel Pure Pods Company vs. Foods uh, Spear Incorporated The essential elements of an action for unfair competitions are 1. Confusing similarity in the general appearance of the goods and 2. Intent to deceive the public and deprod a competitor. The confusing similarity may or may not result from similarity in the marks but may result from other external factors in the packaging or presentation of the goods. The intent to deceive and defraud may be inferred from the similarity of the appearance of the goods as offered for sale to the public. Actual fraudulent intent need not be shown. Relative to the issue on confusion of marks and trade names, jurisprudence has noted two types of confusion, that is confusion of goods. Product confusion, where the ordinarily prudent purchaser would be induced to purchase one product in the belief that he was purchasing the other, and second, confusion of business source or origin, confusion, where although the goods of the parties are different, the product, the mark of which registration is applied for by one party, is such as might reasonably be assumed to originate with the registrant of an earlier product, and the public would then be deceived either into that belief or in the belief that there is some connection between the two parties though in Thus while there is confusion of goods when the products are competing, confusion of business exists when the products are non competing but related enough to produce confusion of appellation. Copyright a copyright refers to the right granted by a statute to the proprietor of an intellectual production to its exclusive use and enjoyment to the extent specified in the statutes. Rights over copyrights are conferred from the moment of creation. What are copyrightable works? Literary and artistic works, derivative works and published edition of work. Copyrightable works, original works and derivative works. Lit- Original works are literary and artistic works. Literary and artistic works, and after referred to as works, are original intellectual creations in the literary and artistic domain, protected from the moment of their creation, and shall include, in particular, books, pamphlets, articles, writings, periodicals, and newspapers, lectures, sermons, addresses, dissertations prepared for oral delivery, whether or not reduced in writing or other material, form letters, dramatic or dramatico, musical compositions, choreographic works or entertainment and dumb shows, musical compositions with or without words, works of drawing, painting, architecture, sculpture, engraving, lithography, or other works of art models or designs for works of art, original ornamental designs or models for articles of manufacture, whether or not registrable as an industrial design, and other works of applied art, illustrations, maps, plans, sketches, charts, and three-dimensional works relative to geography, topography, architecture, or science, drawings... or, uh, plastic works of a scientific or technical character, photographic works including works produced by a process analogous to photography, lantern slides, audiovisual works and cinematographic works and works produced by process analogous to cinematography or any process for making audiovisual recordings, pictorial illustrations and advertisements, computer programs and other literary, scholarly, scientific and artistic works. Works are protected by the sole pack of their creation irrespective of their mode or form of expression as well as of their content, quality, and purpose. Derivative Works The following derivative works shall also be protected by copyright. A. Dramatizations, translations, adaptations, abridgments, arrangements, and other alterations of literary or artistic works and B. Collections of literary, scholarly, artistic works and compilations of data and other materials which are original by reason of the selection or coordination or arrangement of their contents. Derivative works shall be protected as new works if such new works shall not affect the force of any subsisting copyright upon the original works employed or any part thereof, or be construed to imply any right to such use of the original works or to secure or extend copyright in such original works. Non-Copyrightable Works 1. Unprotected Subject Matter and Works of the Government Unprotected subject matter, notwithstanding the provisions of section one hundred seventy two-one seventy-three, no protection shall extend under this law to any idea, procedure, system, method or operation concept, principle discovery or mere data assets, even if they are expressed, explained, illustrated or embodied in a work. News of the day and other miscellaneous facts having the character of mere items of press information or any official text of a legislative, administrative or legal nature as well as any official translation thereof. The format of a show is not copyrightable. The format or mechanics of a television show is not included in the list of protected works in PD Number 49. The copyright does not extend to the general concept or format of its dating game show. Second, Works of the Government. No copyright shall subsist in any work of the government of the Philippines. However, prior approval of the government agency or office wherein the work is created shall be necessary for exploitation of such work for profits. Such agency or office may, among other things, impose as a condition the payment of royalties. No prior approval or condition shall be required for the use of any purpose. Of statutes, rules and regulations, and speeches, lectures, sermons, addresses, and dissertations pronounced, read, or rendered in courts of justice before administrative agencies and deliberative assemblies and meetings of public character. The author of speeches, lectures, sermons, addresses, and dissertations mentioned in the preceding paragraph shall have the exclusive right of making a collection of his works. Right of copyright owner, copyright or economic rights. Consists of the exclusive right to carry out, authorize, or prevent the following acts. Reproduction of the work or substantial portion of the work. Dramatization, translation, adaptation, abridgment, arrangement, or other transformation of the work. The first public distribution of the original and its copy of the work by sale or other forms of transfer, of ownership. Rental of the original copy. Uh, or a copy of an audiovisual cinematographic work, a work embodied in a sound recording a computer program, compilation of data in other materials or a musical work in graphic form public display of the original or copy of the work, public performance of the work, and other communications to the public of the work scope of moral rights the author of work shall independently of the economic rights in uh, or the grant of an assignment or license with respect to such rights have the right to of attribution, to alter or withhold publication, to object, to modification, against the use of name and a distorted version of work. Limitations on Copyright The following acts shall not constitute infringement of copyright. a. The recitation or performance of work. The making of quotations from a public's works, if they are compatible with fair use and only to the extent justified for the purpose. The reproduction or communication to the public by mass media of articles on current political, social, economic scientific, or religious topic lectures addresses. The reproduction and communication to the public of literary, scientific, or artistic work as part of reports of current events by means of photography, cinematography, or broadcasting. The inclusion of a work in a publication, broadcast, or other communication to the public, sound recording, or film. Such inclusion is made by way of illustration for teaching purposes. The recording made in schools, universities, or educational institutions. The making of ephemeral recordings by broadcasting organizations. The use made of a work by or under the direction or control of the government, by the national library, or by the educational scientific or uh, professional institutions, the public performance or the communication to the public of a work in a place where no admission fee is charged, and the aim is not profit-making, public display of the original or copy of the work, not made by means of film, slide television images or otherwise on screen, or by means of any other device or process and any use made of a work for the purpose of any judicial proceedings or for the giving of professional advice by a legal practitioner, the reproduction or distribution of published articles or materials in a specialized format exclusively for the use of the blind, visually, and reading impaired persons, provided that such copies and distribution shall be made on an non basis. Per use is not an infringement of copyright. The use of a copyrighted work for criticism, comment, news, reporting, teaching, including limited number of copies for classroom use, scholarship, research, and similar purposes. Decompilation which is understood here to be a reproduction of the code and translation of the forms of a computer program to achieve the interoperability of an independently created computer program with other programs may also constitute various under the criteria established by this section to the extent that such decompilation is done for the purpose of obtaining the information necessary to achieve such interoperability. The fact that a work is unpublished shall not by itself bar a finding of fair use, if such finding is made upon consideration of all the above factors. The four-factor tests in determining whether the use made of a work in any particular case is a fair use. a. The purpose and character of the use, including whether such is of a commercial nature or is of non-profit educational purposes, b. the nature of the copyrighted work, c. the amount and substantiality of the portion used in relation to the copyrighted work as a whole, and d. the effect of the use upon the potential market for value of the copyrighted work. This court defined per as a privilege to use the copyrighted material in a reasonable manner without the consent of the copyright owner or as copying the team or alias rather than their expression. Per use is an exception to the copyright owner's monopoly of the use of the work to avoid stipling the very creativity which the law is designed to foster. Transformative Tests this court must look into whether the copy of the works adds new expression, meaning, or message to transform it into something else. Meta-use can also occur without necessary transforming the copyrighted work used. Commercial use of the copyrighted work can be weighed against fair use b. If the nature of the work is more factual than creative, then fair use will be weighed in favor of the user. C. An exact reproduction of a copyrighted work compared to a small portion of it can result in the conclusion that its use is not fair. There may also be cases where, though the entirety of the copyrighted work is used without consent, its purpose determines that the use is still fair. An example is a parody. B. If this court finds that the use held or will have a negative impact on the copyrighted work's market, then the use is deemed unfair. Copyright infringement. Imprincement, a person imprinses a right protected under this act when A. Directly commits an imprisonment B. Benefits from the infringing activity of another person who commits an imprisonment if the person benefiting has been given notice of the infringing activity and has the right and ability to control the activities of the other person and C. With knowledge of infringing activity induces causes or materially contributes to the infringing conduct of another